Alexander was the Greek ruler who at a mere age of 13 had to fight a wild horse and he brought under control which impressed his father. 6 years later he was enthroned and he took over the kingdom. He had one vision that he had to impress his teacher Aristotle by conquering the entire world. He started his conquest and he started conquering whatever came along his way. Small tribe, big kingdoms, whoever was there, he fought them and he took them over. He crossed the present day Turkey and then eventually reached Iran where he took over the Persian rulers and then he encountered at Takshila rulers of Indian subcontinent. By this time it was already 12 years since he had begun his conquest and his army was extremely tired. He had lost track of how big the actual map was, the known world to the Greeks was. He had anticipated it to be much smaller than what he had assumed and they eventually had to retract and go back. In this conversation we are going to look at the arrogance with which Alexander started his conquest and how arrogance equals stupidity. Welcome to 13. 13 is a podcast about being and creating. In this podcast we acknowledge the mundane and celebrate the everyday. Here we interact, read and share our experiences with an intent to be and to create. Your host for today are Prasanna and myself Shantesh. Let's get started. So in today's conversation Prasanna Alexander is an anecdote to bring forth the arrogance that we all hold or obtain within ourselves and we cross that fine line to make it stupidity now whether it's the example of Alexander or somebody who is walking on the street without wearing a mask saying that my immunity is extremely strong and i have developed this immunity for the last 2 to 1/2 years i haven't caught covid i will never catch that or somebody riding a bike without a helmet saying that i'm an extremely good rider and i don't need to wear a helmet so this is that fine line where you may have a good skill you may have a good quality but by being arrogant about it you can actually be stupid shantish when we look at alexander for example uh, there was his struggle his fights his wars which was also helping him build his confidence and i'm just trying to get into that layer of how confidence and arrogance start mixing with each other and then which leads to stupidity as you rightly said and if you see in our own life i have myself realized that when i am going through certain phase of struggle of pain and after kind of conquering i am air quoting it the way alexander conquered land i am conquering those struggles those uh, hurdles obstacles a kind of arrogance arises and it is that i have done it and i can do it kind of an arrogance and then it kind of takes us to a very different level and this is what i have seen in many people and uh, especially people who have gone through these uh, uh, difficult pains and difficult areas they kind of build a, a story around that how difficult it was for them and now uh, because of that uh, conquest or the success which they have got it can put them into that zone of arrogance unless it is caught at the right time and then you become uh, humble about the whole thing uh, otherwise it will take you to a different direction 
So I recently saw one episode of uh, Kapil Sharma special on Netflix. He is a comedian, and uh, there was a time in his life when he suddenly got that Alexander's arrogance, where he thought himself to be the greatest star of comedy and all. And coincidentally, in that phase itself, he happened to be at a party at Shahrukh Khan's house, and he just enters that place where Shahrukh Khan was himself there. First, he meets his wife, wife, and some family members, and then he gets inside. So he does his narration in a very interesting way, in a comic way. So one can listen to that. But the whole point is when he meets Shahrukh Khan and sees that how Shahrukh Khan is spending his whole night with Kapil Sharma, his family taking pictures, dancing, and all those things. So he is completely zapped. Like for him, he was the big star. He was not even talking to people who. Kapil Sharma was a big star, not talking to people, not giving them selfies or uh, autographs and all. And then he realizes that I am with Shahrukh Khan, who is otherwise the very big international kind of a star, and he has no arrogance at all, spending time with me, with all other people who are there in that party, like fully being there. And that kind of opens up his eyes that why am I so arrogant in the first place? And then he talks about the various things which caused the stupidity. Again, coming back to the Alexander story, the kind of things which he did. with his teams with his fans with the people in the industry and also that kind of shows he also talks about the kind of tweets he did in uh, that arrogant state and he makes fun of it but uh, the whole point is uh, it is a realization of it and he on the other side which i was coming to he also talks about his struggle period so why is it that after conquering getting the things which one wants the confidence also builds arrogance so i'm just trying to connect that both that this confidence sometimes is very subtle so mm. one can say i am confident but at sudden moment one can move into the second state of arrogance which will fall you uh, down and make you look stupid i i wanted to bring distinction between two different confidences one is that let's say you are preparing for an exam and you have studied based on what you have studied you say that i am confident to take this exam but based on that i have cleared such five exams so i am confident that i'll clear this exam also is the other confidence between the first and the second confidence the difference is that first confidence you are aware of the syllabus and you have prepared for that enough and you are confident that you have to take the exam now and i can take it what happens happens in the second i have taken 10 exams like this it doesn't matter i'll take this i can clear it very easily that confidence it does not root in what you know about the subject but roots in what you know about the outcome and a lot of times it suddenly takes the land beneath us when you go by the second confidence so i don't have the distinction or the word two different words for these different confidences but essentially we always encounter these two different confidences yeah and i completely get that and what happens then shantish is the other confidence which you say which is typically called as overconfidence and arrogance it is more to bring that i in front of the world that i i within me that i can do this i am the hero of my movie and i can do this and that is more to show the optics whereas the other confidence is about actually causing a difference in one's life and then in life at large and that's the kind of confidence which helps you create an impact rather than optics and then again i'm just tracing back to this uh, topic of arrogance where i was just realizing a few days back when looking at life how things like learning new things and understanding getting experience from the world helps me in improving myself 
I am not the same Prasanna who was in my 20s. I am not the same Prasanna maybe who was just in the year 2020 or 2021. So I see myself changing and becoming a better version of myself. But when it comes to other people, for me, they are the same people whom I have labeled and boxed them maybe some 10 years back or 15 years back. And I assume them they are the same. So that's also a huge arrogance where I believe that I am ever goingly changing myself and transforming myself on a daily, on an hourly basis. But other people are the same stupid, arrogant, useless, whatever I have labeled them the way they are. Hmm. Uh, first of all, I think uh, going back to these two types of confidences, uh, I think the play of identity in the second type of confidence, what you brought is an extremely valuable point. Uh, and, and that identity itself is what creates this distinction. And it always looks at ourselves from an ongoing changing point of view, where we think that we are constantly evolving, constantly transforming ourselves. But when you look at others, you are involved so much into yourself that you are actually not looking at others. And therefore, you assume that I already know. And you are always looking at others from a given lens. And therefore, you don't see the change, the transformation that others are actually going through. Or in fact, the change and transformation that you aren't going through. And that also becomes a big hindrance. Absolutely. And then when I'm looking at the others through those filters or lenses, I have a what we call as confirmation bias that I have confirmed that this is the person who that person is and I have put that label and then I want to stick to it. So what I do is I just keep on finding new evidences to prove myself right again. So in order to prove myself right, I will try to find evidences about that person. And if you see all these other topics related to, say, for example, psychoanalysis or understanding other person's body language, reading other person's mind, all these topics are only to confirm that bias about what I have about the other person. So all the reading which I'm doing about the other person's mind is all coming from my original understanding about them and trying to prove more uh, and give more evidences for that thought process. But by being so involved with ourselves, you are actually invested so much in this one thought a lot of times that you are taken over by that thought and you don't realize that that thought is actually driving you and not the other way around. And in that process, you lose a lot of uh, uh, control on the possibilities that could emerge along the way. Now, if I pause here, take a step back, go to the other form of confidence, gathering evidence, looking at information in an unbiased manner, reading it and knowing the other person. In this case, we are talking about labeling people, therefore looking at other people work, who, with whom we are working, perhaps a team maybe, and then knowing the challenges, limitations, as well as potentials and advantages of working with, let's say, this set of people. Uh, uh, the situation is the same. The outlook is entirely different. It's like then you are preparing for an examination and you then are not already going from that I already know this situation and therefore I can go through this but you know this situation I have understood it enough and then let me look at what it can be in the first this kind of confidence where you have prepared yourself and you know the situation as in you have understood the situation the magnitude of the situation you are responsive or else, if you go by your already always knowing, then you are reactive and not responsive. And that's the distinction which I'm kind of uh, uh, figuring. Yeah. And when we are, when we see, when we talk about knowing, if you see Shantesh for ourselves, we see that we don't know who we are. 
in today's world when we are trying to find who i am it is very difficult to know who i am and in fact some of the indicators in the technology world which can tell me who i am are the algorithms so the recommendations which i get from netflix tell me who i am the books which i am preferred on amazon tells me who i am or the kind of uh, audios which appear in front of my music uh, recommendations tell me who i am so in a way the algorithms are knowing much more about me than myself which means that when i don't know myself it's absolutely arrogant to assume that i know the other person in our life and then try to put them in a particular template that's right and coming back to just the simple arrogance uh, it's that we don't realize that it's showing up in every aspect so in some form or other and we don't realize that we are constantly being taken over by that correct absolutely and i think other way of looking at it is why should we drop this arrogance not from a moral stand or anything but just being practical if we see if we focus on uh, connections or communication arrogance is a big roadblock in both of these so you cannot connect with people you cannot communicate with people when you are arrogant and you are in your own world as i said you are the alexander of your life and you want to keep winning all those wars so your focus is focus is on that finite game of win or lose rather than an infinite game of collaboration and growth but the moment you encounter the idea that the field is much vast than you ever imagined the knowledge to gain is infinite than you thought that i can conquer everything like the way alexander did assuming that the known map oh it's only this big and i can conquer it but when he actually started conquesting he realized that 12 years and have not even reached 50% of it and that is when you become probably humble you have a choice to either then dishearten and retract and go back or become humble and actually surrender in the latter case what starts happening is that after even the amount of growth that you have done to yourself by gaining knowledge or information you tend to not become arrogant because you still know that there is a tremendous amount yet to still be uncovered and therefore you are still constantly striding that path i like that word constantly because what happens is instead of reaching that stage of being humble and then putting a another label on ourselves maybe it's a very good position to ongoingly catch our arrogance on a day to day basis as you rightly said on a mm. constant basis and that's the space of freedom because that allows me to be free of the bondage of both arrogance and humility and at the same time being aware of it so i think that ability to catch honestly acknowledge and be vulnerable about the whole thing is i think a superpower eventually alexander when he was conquering the hindu kush mountains after he conquered porus empire he was moving westward and uh, going down south and then along the indus river capturing smaller tribes and kingdoms whatever came along the way at that time somewhere in the present day afghanistan region he encountered a naked ascetic sitting just by himself looking into oblivion he asked this ascetic what are you doing the ascetic said i'm experiencing nothingness and the ascetic asked in return what are you doing and he said i'm conquering this entire world i have a big vision and to bring the entire world under my control 
and then I want to develop a greater community. I am doing this for a higher service. Both of them thought that how stupid the other person is. And then Alexander and the ascetic parted the ways. Yeah. And then Shantish, what happens is the Alexander story ends uh, with again a story. We don't know how real it is, but then it ends by saying that Alexander, when he was about to die, he tells the people around him that when you bury me, make sure that you take my both hands outside and keep them outside the ground so that people can see that both my hand, hands are empty. And just to connect it back to the song, which most of us might have heard, the Charta Suraj Dhire Dhire song, where one line goes where it says, Yaad rakh Sikandar ke, Sikandar is Alexander, Yaad rakh Sikandar ke hosle to ali the, jab gaya tha dunia se dono hath khali the. There is a fine line between arrogance and stupidity. And arrogance shows up every time when we are not aware of it, when we are not being cautious of it. It is therefore an individual's job to constantly keep themselves in check. When is that arrogance showing up? We have discussed several instances randomly, be it different types of confidences that we encounter or the way we respond to situations or individuals or in situations how we tend to react or respond. And that could be a way to identify our own positions of arrogance. Whenever we are arrogant, how can we ongoingly catch ourselves and constantly keep evolving through that? I think with that, we can end today's podcast. Thank you for listening. Thank you for listening. For more such podcasts and daily writings, subscribe us on creating13.com. That is creating13.com. We request you to share this podcast with your friends and family and anyone who may be interested in such topics. Your sharing will only help us to reach out to people and to serve our cause. You can follow us on Facebook, Instagram or Twitter. We've put the links in the description. You can also listen to our podcast on your favorite podcast platform now. We hope that you've enjoyed this episode and we wish to have you with us again next week for listening a new episode. Until then, take care.